Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mike Clemens, our green and gold football reporter, joining us now inside the Bear Sunroom Michael. Studios. Mike, appreciate you being here with us as well. As always, you come out here and, and talk Packers next us. game against this coach killer team, the Washington Redskins. How about that, man? <laughs> How about it? Yeah, they, think it. they get Ron Rivera bounced out. Mike, I was going through some of those losses, though. This one against the Redskins, they were at the one or two yard line. Kyle Allen has the awful play at the end of the game. They lose that game. Yeah, the they Redskins, lose... yeah. I mean, first of all, I trade Christian McCaffrey twice, then a third play, then on a fourth play, um, you know, they'd sacked him. The Redskins got sacked uh, Kyle Allen seven times in this game. Mm. And then they, they just start chasing him back to about the 30 or 40 yard line when they were goal to goal on And they were without down. Ryan Kerrigan in this game as yeah. well. And they had all yeah. those sacks against yeah. that Carolina so, team. You know, it's just the Redskins put some, some numbers up. And uh, seven sacks. Uh, and, and they're, you know, in Carolina's house in, in good weather conditions. And then they ran the football on them. And it's that. Um, uh, Darius uh, Geis, you know, mm-hmm. he's back uh, from last year's uh, ACL. And uh, AP, you know, Adrian Peterson, they rushed for a total of like 228 yards against these guys. And so you're here, you've got this defensive minded coach in Ron Rivera. Like, I can't believe, and it, doesn't it, this feel like, a lot of people are saying, it's like, wow, really though, you fired your coach in the season. That's really kind of rare in the NFL. Well, it's almost a year ago to the day that Mike McCarthy's at home, he loses to a crap team like the Cardinals. You know, and that was it. That's that. We're done. We're done. I'm done looking at empty seats. Right. You've lost four in a row and all that. So Ron Rivera out after nine years. But this, you know, this David Tepper guy, he had been uh, a, a, a minority owner in the Steelers. He wanted to get in the NFL. You know, you do that for a while, and then when the door opens up, if there's a franchise, and that's you, you know, the the league likes that, right? He's been there almost two years, kind of watching and waiting. And my sense is he's not going to bring in Mike McCarthy or some offensive-minded coach, another guy off the McVay tree if there's anything left. Uh, The guys in Charlotte are saying, no, this is a clean sweep. It's going to be general manager who will pick a coach, and they're going to clean house in Charlotte, and it's going to be David's team moving on forward. Yeah, it it appears that he does want to leave his mark on it. And you know what? You put that kind of money up for it, you, you can do that. But look at that Washington Redskins group. And you said they want to come in and run the football, and they will with the running backs they have. Also, that's Bill Callahan to a T. It's talking Bill about West, West Coast wanting to keep the ball on the ground. Yeah, well, and keep the ball away from Aaron Rodgers, you know, and you help out your young quarterback, you know. Um, I watched him. Dwayne um, Haskins. Haskins, he, yep. he, He's a strong kid. I mean, there can be two people hanging on him. He's a big kid, too. And my sense is Callahan's got him saying, take the shots, man. Do not leave the pocket, you know. And try and just keep in mind the you know the tight end or the intermediate the checkdowns and all that. And he hung in there against the Panthers, and that's how they go. They're down fourteen to nothing, and by the fourth quarter they put up fourteen points, and that's how they win that thing twenty nine twenty one in Carolina the other day. So you know they're on a roll. They they they've won no two games. Uh, the veterans and Callahan is a disciplinarian. He's cracking the whip on these guys. Um, and, you know, it's also December. 
So some of these veterans are like, all right, I better get something in gear here because I need a job next year, you know, whether it's here 100%. or someplace else. So that's the kind of team you're going to face. Then you got, uh, you know, on the Packers side, you got Brian Balaga, who, uh, you know, he, he has this sprained MCL, and he's always a warrior. He's got so much. The thing is that you guys have always heard these interviews with Balaga, and, you know, he always sounds like the, the polite guy from Iowa who talks to 25-year-old reporters from Rhinelander and asks all their questions and all that. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers says, yeah, you know, kind of crusty old Brian Blog. And I'm like, what? Cause that, and I've kind of gotten to know him a little bit more in the last year or two. And it's funny, it, Balaga is a, a, a he's kind of like Forrest Gregg. He's this mm-hmm. cranky guy all the time. <laughs> Away from the microphones. Really? Yeah. As soon as the microphone's like this, all right, what's next? Well, how come this isn't done? Well, let's do this. It's like he'd be a great, maybe a coach himself, but he's kind of a grinder that way. And, and, and it's something I had not picked up on, until something that actually Rogers said to pay a little bit more attention away from that or to try and bring that out of him. And I think that's what those guys have this respect about Balaga. So Balaga plays, you know, for four quarters against the Giants in snow, you know, with this knee that's got to be killing him, right? That he came back for a week from. And he, yeah, he, he gets back out there limited on uh, Thursday and Friday. And this is after they brought in that Jared Valdir guy on Wednesday morning, you know, the guy had been retired. Uh, let me quickly tell you about that story because I was going to tell you about that Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So Valdir, you know, he's, he was with the Broncos alongside Billy Turner. Then the Patriots pick him up. But he had he, he was all banged up like spring and could was 32 years old and said, so I'm not ready for football. He lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan, down-to-earth guy, kind of a T.J. Lang kind of guy. He said, best investment I ever made putting a weight room on my new house. I bet. So he worked out every day, you know, all through the spring and summer. And then by about September, October, he felt pretty good. He thought, you know what, I could, I think I could still do some more NFL. But by that time, Belichick moved on. He went to the Patriots. Hey, listen, are you going to play me or, or not? Are you going to bring me up? And they pretty much said no. And so they went ahead and released him. And Goodykins picked him up like that because – they realized they had a problem with Alex Light. He ain't ready. No know? doubt. You can tell that right away, Mike. Yeah, let's say, hey, here's one veteran, and we can ask Billy Turner about this guy and all that. So they bring him in. Well, you know, Balaga gets out there in the field the next day, plays all four quarters. Uh, and then we asked him last night about, you know, this whole thing about, well, people just expect you to win these games against losing teams like the Giants and the Redskins, right? Here's what he said. Wins are good. It doesn't matter who we're playing or where we're playing or the conditions. We play the schedule we have and got to win the game. You know, I've seen seen a lot floated around that, hey, you know, this doesn't prove much here or there, and, you know, I'm not sure if I agree with that. Um, I, I think this is a National Football League. Every every game's hard to win. To go out, go out to New York and obviously tough weather conditions yesterday and get a W on the road, I mean, it's big time. And Balaga said last night, too. No, uh, you already talked to David, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, because he was talking about how him and David said, you know, I'm going to change your footwear at halftime mm-hmm. to deal with that slosh at MetLife Stadium. So It, w- it was something else, man. I-, I can only imagine playing in those types of games. And then you see the old guy, Aaron Rodgers, back to his, his rare form as he felt like maybe it kind of neutralized everybody else and made him seem a little bit younger playing back in that kind of stuff. So you guys, Billy, you watched uh, that game last night, right, mm-hmm. in Seattle. Oh, yeah. So you know what Pete Carroll does? He's down at home at his, at his, at his noisy-ass stadium there in Seattle, right, against the Vikings. And what does he do? Even though he's got Russell Wilson out there, he comes out and runs the football. Right away. Second half. We're, here's Chris Carson, down your throat. Two tight ends. Here we go. 
and just beats up the Minnesota Vikings offense and gets the game back physically with the run game. Now, let me ask you this. Gary. Ask me, buddy. You, you, can't, me. you had a little bit of a lead, and you deferred. So you come back in the third quarter as the Green Bay Packers. And on first down, hey, we'll try and give it to Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. And he runs into a wall. Mm-hmm. And then they tried it again on the next, you know, when they got a first down. And then he ran into it. And then they just said, okay, never mind. Just let Aaron throw the, the ball, you know, play some basketball in the snow and watch the secondary from the Giants slip slide away. And we'll just, we'll just win that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they got away from it. Um, uh, frustrating. Is there anything? To me, why aren't you lining up Danny Vitale, you know? Why aren't you lining up Jamal? You can make it Jamal and Jones so you don't know who's going to get the ball. And pound the rock every once in a while. Well, David Bakhtari alluded that to us today about Jamal Williams. Thought that he'll be probably getting more carries here in the wintertime. Well, at least that's what he thought. Because he's the power back. Because he's the power back. Ground's getting a little hard, getting a wet. He thought that's what they may be going to. And it just still feels like, from what he is saying, there's still an adjustment between. And, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Stevie. That an adjustment between. LaFleur and Rodgers. He said they're still trying to get on the same page and, and do what each other likes. Yeah, well, LaFleur let Rodgers have that game because Rodgers said, it's snow, these guys are going to slip. That's not a, that's a weak secondary, come on. And then Rodgers says after the game, I like the aggressive play calling today, which is like, I, I like the way coach just let me take over the game. You know, and I got it for us. I got the W. Yeah, but you're still not bringing your team along for what's going to be coming when you're going to need to be like Seattle last night and just flip this thing and start pounding it out of your opponent when you're up against the Saints in the Superdome. I don't or think they can. Or when you're taking on the Seahawks up in Seattle and all that kind of stuff in the postseason. I don't think they can. Matt LaFleur says, hey, you know what? I watched the film. It's on me. It's on me, man. I'm sorry. First down at MetLife in the snow, third quarter, and I sent out one back and one tight end. I should have had more guys on the line. Here's why Matt LaFleur says the run game didn't work in the second half. we got to do a better job. Again, it starts up front, and as well as with some of our plan, we had a couple of runs where we were in 11 personnel. They were in base defense, and we don't want to put our guys in that situation. So that falls on us. That falls on me as a play caller and making sure that I don't do that to our guys because it's just it's tough to run. When you're in 11 personnel, they're sitting there in their base defense. It's, it's tough to get everybody blocked up the way you want to block them up. We're in 11, Billy. We're in 11. Hand to forehead, man. What else can I do? <laughs> right? And it always starts with me, Mike. It always starts with me. That's for sure. It's no one else's fault. It always oh, starts with thank us. Thank God I didn't lose to the Giants. <laughs> Mike, appreciate it, man. Thanks for being here. Thank you, boys. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 